If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, everybody. You may have heard by now because we've announced this on social media, but on September 24th, we are doing a live show at Flappers in L.A. Technically Burbank, though, right, Paige? Yes, L.A. adjacent with better parking and good food. Apparently they have good food. Mikey's promised to eat pasta on stage. Or and wings. Or wings. Whatever, yeah, whatever you guys or want. Or wings. I want wings for sure. pasta-covered wings. What about wing-covered pasta? You know what? We can workshop this later. We'll figure it out. Okay. But please, I've never been out that west. I'm excited about it. You can buy tickets on Flapper's website uh, through their calendar uh, for the 24th in September. Or if you want to go the link directly through through the link we'll be posting it on social media because it is flapperscomedy.com slash shows slash the dash horror dash version oh i saw the url as you were saying it and i already <laughs> yeah, exactly added i already added it to our link tree type service so if you go to any Perfect. of our social media and click on that link that you that we are allowed to have in our bio of social media you'll see live show tickets is the very first thing just click on that it'll take you right to it and we'll be periodically posting it on of social course. media so that you can catch it and see it. So watch all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. for links to buy tickets. There are a limited amount of tickets. This is slightly bigger than live shows we've done in the past, but we do still have a limited amount. So I would recommend buying them early yeah. and making plans. Also, it is at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. We did that so that if you had to drive from out of town, you might still have time to drive back in time for Monday the next day at work. Boom. So come see us September 24th at Flappers in L.A. It's going to be awesome. And yes, Mikey will be there. Yes. <laughs> the star. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode. This episode was brought to you by the following patrons. Jay's Pack, Sex Caliber Bones A Lot, James, Madeline, Sunzi, Vixen, Holly, Natasha, Laura, Boezy, Jeremy, Ali, Jennifer with a PH, Mr. Rage Bomb, Libby, Wes, Dreskel, Aaron, Kristen, Tia, Lauren, Jonathan, Kate, Isaac, and Karoon. And all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and if you want to hang out with us, 
do so in the Facebook group where we hang out daily. It's thing light. It's diet thing. Diet thing. <laughs> Half the calories. More RoboCop. Until they ran out of money and they're like, just land the helicopter on top of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> So when that helicopter landed, I literally said, who's flying this thing, Ogie? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, Mikey finally made us watch... Leviathan. Oh, right. Leviathan. Paige, it is... Ocean the thing and I'm here for that slash aliens uh, there slash is some aliens. aliens you're right you're right but I I mean I I love the thing and I love aliens throw in a little RoboCop and we got a hit spoiler alert it wasn't but it was not a hit <laughs> no <laughs> we'll talk about it but think about I mean they got some talent top tier acting talent in this film Ernie oh, Hudson yeah. RoboCop uh, Hector Elizondo, the guy from Home Alone. Marv from Home Alone, yeah. A yeah. couple of jump scares got me. Which one of the jump scares got you, Mikey? When the, fish. the eel thing came. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that yeah. one mm-hmm. super got me. Yeah, another one got me. I can't remember exactly which one it was, though, because a lot of them were the same, where it was like the... the creature like jumping out but it was it made me laugh because the one that made they got me, little tiny mouths yeah yeah yeah. that's the one that made me jump though so i was scared and then i was like oh i guess tim burton did the creature design because it looks <laughs> <No>, like <tifers. laughs> yeah anyway it made me laugh but it did scare me again just so you know creature design was stan winston we'll talk about oh, it i as didn't we go. really think it was tim burton but it looks like nightmare before <laughs> christmas <laughs> in nature yeah, this movie was in color i don't know yeah. making fishmas making fish <laughs> so, Mikey, I have to say this. I understand fully how you got this confused with Deep Star 6. Like, I do, too, because it's in Fun Facts. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, Mikey, this is the way better movie. You were right. I told right. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I wasn't on the Deep Star 6 episode. So. I texted them this morning. Listen, I'm talking to the listeners, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this film is Citizen Kane compared to Deep Star 6. And it is, yes. There's a reason no one's heard of Deep Star 6, and there's a reason a few people have heard of Leviathan. <laughs> a few. You know what now, I'm saying? Uh, you know what? I'll burn a fun fact right now. And there are not a ton of fun facts, uh, or, or a lot of them are very boring. Um, <laughs> but one of the fun facts is this movie is part of a collection of films that you know sometimes when like one movie comes out a bunch of other movies like it come out uh, so it's like hey a space movie there's a bunch of other space movies mm-hmm. this was a a bunch of underwater horror movies in 1989 they all came out in 89 the first one was Deep Star 6 <laughs> like um, abyss ripoffs yeah, yes and they are abyss ripoffs because so it's Deep Star 6 The Abyss Leviathan The Evil Below and Lords of the Deep and The Rift, also titled Endless Descent, which comes out in 1990. Um, but none of them, except for The Abyss, are box office hits. So, there I mean, you go. The, but The Abyss is, like, so good. <laughs> I oh, the love Abyss that movie. Is good. Yeah. Oh, except so for The good. End. The End is nonsense. I It needs this ending. Uh, you need to watch the expanded edition of I The have, Abyss. I have, Mikey. It doesn't fix anything for me. It does. It's still bullshit. So, I have a very serious question about the end of this film, and that is, mm-hmm. why were the sharks there? Like, <laughs> that, that is the up. definition of a hat it's on their a hat. home. 
You can't show up to a shark's house and be like, why is the shark home? Okay, you know what? That's fair, I suppose. Like, they're asking, why are these humans here? I mean, they're not trying to eat them, so. Yeah, we didn't invite them. Did you invite the humans? I don't even have any appetizers. Talk about a bad day. I was like. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that famous line that everyone on the USS Indianapolis said. (laughs) Um, That's what it felt like for us. Hot second. I was like, oh no, they dropped off the bomb and now karma has come. Yeah, I know. you know. I mean, I don't even know why they blew the escape bubbles if they could just float up in the suits. The whole ending is nonsense for the last five oh, minutes. Oh, because they would all die of the bends. Well, even if it's a magical technology suit, why even have escape bubbles if you if your suits can do it too? It doesn't none of the I'm makes sorry. Sense. Did you say escape buttholes? No, uh, he said escape bubbles, bubbles okay. which is extra weird. So there's a language barrier in the making of this film. Between Mikey and the world? Yes, there no, is. No, be- <laughs> between the American crew working on the effects and the American actors and the director and production staff, because this was filmed largely in Rome. And so there are some things like escape bubbles instead of like escape pod. Yes. Which is like we would normally say escape pod or escape ship I instead of escape bubbles. I thought it was cute. Yeah, it was adorable. Yeah, to burn another fun fact, I'm not going to have any left by the end, but Stan Winston (laughs) said there was such such a uh, language barrier in making the film that when he goes back through his notes, because he keeps notes on all the films that he's worked on and all the things that he ordered and everything so that there's a record of what they used if they want to use it movie to movie, you know, for a different movie or whatever. And a bunch of his notes, he says in this one, are just doodles, like nuts and bolts (laughs) and like pieces of fabric and stuff uh, because he had to just like point and show people. So there you go. That is I awesome. love that. I love the De Laurentiis sort of, listen, we'll shoot it in Italy, save a few million dollars on the budget, and it'll be fine. And it never is fine. <laughs> and I love that. Like, all of his <laughs> movies feel a little campy unintentionally, and I yes. love it. I, I Okay, besides the third act, I do think the first and second act somewhat work. Are Alien and The Thing? Because uh-huh. that's what they, that's what and, they and, are. But, but I love a good, just like, good ripoff you know what i'm saying like and I it was is like, a good ripoff and i was like okay and i was like i'm here for this ripoff i will say because it's de laurentis and so like and it's not dino de laurentis it's it's other members of the de laurentis family but same company i the second i saw the de laurentis name started looking for crazy cost cutting measures and because this is basically the orca to alien and the things is jaws <laughs> and yes. it is yes like if abyss is jaws this yes. is orca for that this universe. is orca for that universe um but there are so <laughs> many things and i i kept them in my notes where i'm like that's a pool noodle <laughs> like, yeah. just weird stuff that they did like to cut corners to try and and make the effects work especially early in the film and i was dying i love the pacing because it's like the film wants us to think it's been a long time because the doctor writes his thing and, and shoots the escape bubbles up and like 
I felt like 15 minutes later, they were like, well, the doctor's dead and he sent a message up. Let me undo that message. And they're like, sorry, we've already like it feels like up there. It's been four days. Like, it just seems like the the film takes place in an afternoon. (laughs) I feel like the original (laughs) alien, you really get a sense of how long this takes and how bad things are going. And I just felt like at one point in the second act, it was like, all right, four people are dead. There's only three of us left. We got to run around this whole thing in a circle for a long time. Yeah. But that takes two days, question mark. Yeah. Like you have no idea how long that time period is. No, I I completely agree, Mikey. It's like it feels disjointed, right? Because like he like taught other like oh seven days ago when we got your message, uh, we already did the stock release where they're dead and stuff. And I was like, I felt like that was twenty minutes ago. Which one is it? Right. With your giant flamethrowers that you don't need underwater. I true. Well, it's just because aliens have flamethrowers. I, <laughs> I did love that. Like. He walks through what is essentially a waterfall because the thing's falling apart. So, like, it's leaking and stuff. And he walks through it with the flamethrower. And, of course, that puts out the pilot light on the flamethrower. And then he tries to shoot it and he goes, it's jammed. That's not (laughs) what that is. It's not jammed. You walk through water and it turned the pilot light out, you idiot. It's jammed with water, bro. I'll do you one better. I will will do you one better because they have crazy future chainsaws underwater and i was like oh it's gonna be a chainsaw fight but then the triangle chainsaws were my favorite page i was like well especially because they couldn't work they only (laughs) use them once and it jams immediately but my favorite is that as they're handing out all of the like flamethrower chainsaw flamethrower chainsaw one of them just gets a tree trimmer yes that's just been painted yeah and it but it's clearly just a tree trimmer and i laughed for 20 minutes we never <laughs> see someone try to use it but they're holding it and they turn it on so the teeth run and they're just like Mrr. i was like man that guy's gonna kill some shrubs like <laughs> what is happening did here? you say it was sam winston's notes they did this from or they like- he, he worked stan winston worked on this movie he yeah. just kept extensive notes well the reason i bring it up is because like a lot of the weapons in this look a lot like you took an eight-year-old to a hardware store and then took him out after 20 minutes and said draw everything you remember seeing and then they made all of those the weapons in this movie that's, that's so accurate that's so insanely accurate Todd. i will say like i think sam Winston did a good job because i Me think too. to get close to thing level effects on the bodies and stuff close the, the monster at the end we get really close and and oh, wisely the they the never shoot it dead on yeah. well it's got the head of an angler fish and i'm like those are terrifying <laughs> it looks like the creature of the black lagoon to me at the end a and i was bit. like and i was like is it not absorbing the people yeah <laughs> It's got an anglerfish head and then like a man body with big hands, but then it's just got like a face on the side that's just like kill me, and you're like wow. Yeah, that's the hazes. This needed uh, another revision, I think. But the anglerfish part is scary as shit. Mm-hmm. So like that part, but then you see the rest of it and you're like oh no, nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why did it have to walk around? You just know, throw some sharks in there, be fine for no <laughs> reason. Why they don't like about sharks? They're like, hey, hey, we got like eight days before they blow up SeaWorld. Do you guys want to get some shots in it before it blows up? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the vibe of those shots. Well, they, they did film almost all of this on sound stages and in tanks. Very little of it is filmed actually underwater at all. Uh, and for the stuff that was, a lot of it was filmed just with divers that took stuff down, not with any actors. So they really are working hard to make it 
look like it's underwater, but it's really not. Oh, I find that so easy to believe, but yes, yeah, it also is convincing. Like it does look like it might be underwater. Yeah, no, I thought I think it does a serviceable. Yeah. It's a good B movie. It does. I agree. I, it does. Given that they probably had very little money, it was filmed with crews that did not understand each other, and it's a ripoff of two groundbreaking, fantastic films. I think all that considered, it is very good for what it is. I think if you like the thing, I think if you like Alien, this is in your wheelhouse. Oh, yes. yeah. And you will like it. Yes. And I think maybe not as many people know about it. And so that's kind of cool to be like, hey, this is a thing you would like. You might not have heard it before. Like, hey, man, do you want a campy underwater, like, the thing slash aliens movie? This is it. You're going to love this yeah. movie. Yeah. This is right. the Wet Bandit's origin story. Mikey, if you don't think I wrote at least three jokes that feature the words wet bandits, you're insane. <laughs> I love that Marv is in this movie. I knew he was going to be the first to die, largely because he's pretty much just a sex pest as yeah, a personality. Yeah, pretty annoying. Yeah. But, They're like, no one will miss him. Yeah, no, and no one really did, but he's great in this movie, and I love seeing him. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting, A, for him to be hit in the face with a paint can, and B for the doctor to turn out to be an android. And I was real bummed when that didn't happen. But I do like that they like tiptoe around this basically being underwater alien until the end when they're just like, yeah, chest bursters. Everybody gets chest bursters. <laughs> We're not even hiding it anymore. They do kind of throw it in at the end. But but thank God uh, Peter Weller's character played college ball so he could do hit that 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 free throw and oh then really God. save the world when he did that like call me like into the <laughs> into the alien's mouth uh, or not alien but the creature's What's mouth it, what i did lost he my say? shit what did he say chew on this no what did you know uh, you I, say chew. No, I wrote it down hold I, on i think i wrote oh. it down too hang on i'll check my notes <laughs> choke on this bitch no it's it's way worse than that he he says ha motherfucker <laughs> oh no he says say ah motherfucker that's oh, what he that's said say, oh. that's what he said <laughs> the fade from downtown and he does literally it's a fade away from downtown game day bucket go boom alien explodes or whatever it's amazing <laughs> and he puts his lights <laughs> and the the, and then the the fracket the coast guard is just like man what a rescue <laughs> okay i also i thought for sure that the coast guard was going to let that helicopter with ernie hudson who has been attacked by the the monster who is now infected he is uh -huh. infected oh i mean he's dead too he's like just floating down right no 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 they drag him into the helicopter mistake guys that's a yes, mistake right Oof. and so yes yes they did with his life vest on they drag him by the life vest so then when the helicopter takes off i was like are they just going to air to air ground air missile and shoot that thing down <laughs> like <laughs> are we gonna do is it gonna just crash because he turned in the helicopter but wait we see them get on the ship right they do so so the two of them get off he stays on he never gets off the helicopter well because he's dead or at least being airlifted to a hospital she's on the helicopter he swims back out to get ernie hudson he throws the dynamite it blows him back and then we see him drag ernie hudson on a cable by his life vest to the helicopter and then they help him into the helicopter but there's either a no way he survived or b even if he did he's infected oh kill the helicopter i mean like, he's what definitely we infected we saw Cobb get infected from just yeah. a scratch so he's definitely infected yeah wild i must have missed that part because i was like oh it sort of doesn't have a downer ending which like the thing i love but sort of has a downer ending and then this 
does. I just missed it, I guess. In my headcanon, they're taking him away so the company can test him. Sure. And try to weaponize, much like Waylon Yutani has yeah. attempted to do. Yeah, of course they're going to try and weaponize In my it. headcanon, the world ends. I mean, eventually. Yeah. But could this creature survive out of water? Are we paying for our hubris of science? <laughs> no, I, do, I don't think it could, Mikey. I think it, it is designed gills. to live in the depths. But that's why I was surprised when it came up to the surface with them, because I was like, it's designed to live in the deep. So, like, why would it come up? But also, this is just more like we shouldn't fucking go in the ocean. Fully agree with that mm-hmm. sentiment, Paige. Never go into the ocean. If I learned anything this month, it's that. And we're only two movies deep on it. But, I know. guys... You can go into the ocean. I've thrown water bottles in there, uh, global warming. All of the stuff is dying. It's safe for us now. No, it's a mystery and always will be because we don't know what's down there. We can't even see everything. We don't even know fully how deep it is. I think we probably do. I bet Mikey could find (laughs) out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I just go for the sides. I think you mispronounced cervix. (laughs) What do you guys think happened to that Titanic sub? This is exactly what happened. Okay, so fun fact, two miles down is very close to where Ocean Gate imploded. So, like, yeah. it's roughly 330 atmospheres, which is like 4,800 pounds of pressure per square inch. Well, and these people are 16,000 feet deep, which is actually closer to three miles. Yeah. Oh, they said two miles early, early in the movie, so I wrote that down. But they get, it, the title it's in the card beginning. said it's, it's right in the, the beginning. beginning. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was probably writing a note and missed that title card. But yeah. It was so quick. It was if quick. it was 1,600, if it was 1,600 down, then that's a little bit further than when they imploded yeah yeah so like that implosion would have been way faster is what i'm saying oh yeah how did the how did the creature survive the implosion because it was still in the building right well that if you think there's only one oh shit oh it's the first one that they put out the dock it's a different creature okay honestly that makes perfect sense the guy whose face the only face in it is the guy and the girl no that doesn't make sense (laughs) okay here's here's my headcanon that to me made sense okay uh, in, in the thing, we establish that every cell is connected to the whole, right? That's yes. why the blood test works, right? Yeah. But also, the thing can infect multiple people at the same time. We know it did. We saw it in the movie. Very much that is the case here. Cobb gets infected. De Jesus gets in- infected. The other two get merged and eaten and whatever. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if it's an organism like that, then any configuration could be it. And it they do establish that it can survive high pressure yeah. and it regenerates. So if it has regenerative abilities, there are multiple of them down there now and any one of them could have been the giant anglerfish head one, which would make one hell of a hush puppy head that comes <laughs> out of the water to attack them. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, nailed it. I think that that perfectly explains it. Yeah, I believe it. My only fear... And guys, go with me on this, mm-hmm. is that the Lachey's will see this movie and be like, oh, I have a great idea for another reality competition love show. And that's where we take 10 singles and put them two miles under the water and then release one thing like creature. See who survives on this season of Love Shack. Oh. It's not toxic enough. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need the creature to be like the bachelor who's trying to find love. Still not toxic enough. Like, well, it could really use a touch of what the abyss has, which is like undersea madness with Kyle Reese. Uh, that's pretty fun. We've put 10 singles 
down there. They've all dated each other in some form or capacity before. They're all connected with by some way. And there's like perfect match. And there's one STD on board. And they have a season to figure it out. They have a season to fuck it out. But like who's who to follow the phone tree and figure it out? I, I am gifted at building really toxic Skinner boxes. Yes. I love I, lo- I love that I had a my comedic premise was this could be a Lachey's locking people underground with something that will kill them mm-hmm. for our entertainment is like a Lachey's level reality show. And you guys were like, no, actually, if they got a hold of it, it'd be way worse than that, Todd. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Running Man. Lachey, Lachey's form of Lachey torture. Lachey Wutani has yeah. other plans. <laughs> it's more emotional. And like, you've got to like, really, you got to hurt yourself. He doesn't have anyone hurt you. He wants you to hurt you. Show me on this kaiju where Nick Lachey hurt you. (laughs) There is a kaiju at the end of this film. This is just a a Godzilla prequel. Here for that, 100%. So have we yet talked about whether we liked this movie or not? Like, have we given the first thoughts? (laughs) Not really. Mikey, go. I 100% love this movie. Yeah, same. Because it is a Mikey, it's like a Mikey movie version of movies that I like. And there's something charming about it. I can't put my finger on it. I can. Do you want me to try? Mikey, this is the movie 11-year-old Mikey would have explained to me over (laughs) chocolate milk after just watching the thing an alien at a sleepover. Like, that is this movie, and I love it. I love that about it. And it's a Mikey movie. The actors took it real serious. So serious. Everybody took it serious, and, like, even if they look dumb, the ending just falls apart in the worst way. But... How dare you? The ending is my favorite part. (laughs) A lot of this movie doesn't make a ton of sense in in ways that like Alien, Aliens, and The Thing are grounded a little bit more in a created reality that makes a little bit more sense. There's a lot more world building so that you you understand what's going on. Yeah, Paige, I don't really think they can do video calls two miles under the ocean. Yeah, (laughs) They're three miles underwater to get silver. That's the oh, mineral they yeah. picked out. And and that silver air quotes is just glitter in a tube. Well, guys, I don't know if you know this, but Tri-Oceanic is actually owned and operated by Yukon Cornelius. Right. So he's super into silver and gold. Yeah, Yukon Cornelius, the C- the CEO of Waylon Yutani. Uh Tri-Oceanic <laughs> is a glitter company and the best <laughs> glitter you glitter get from the source. Yes. <laughs> If you want good glitter, you get it from the ocean. I I do like this. I do like it a lot. I don't love it because I do see the flaws, but it is one of those ones. Like I just went out and told Jake after I was done. I was like, it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like Alien and the Thing. Yeah, you're gonna sit through it and be like, oh, I've seen this movie before. This is like a silly take on my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then as you kind of go along, you're like, well, what's gonna happen? Oh, the same thing. Okay, cool. And then the end happens, and you're like, what? All right. <laughs> I mean, if you're watching this and you're not like, why are the sharks here at the end? You're insane. <laughs> That's not. Why are the sharks here? Why is the best Foley second only to the teapot in Insidious 2 in this movie? Yeah. 
Pung! When he punches the lady from the company. It's just like Such a good the shot. sound effect that comes on the CD, just like, wha-pash! Like, <laughs> I will say this. That's Robocop. I yeah. believe he can punch that hard while walking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That line that Ernie Hudson delivers to the CEO when they're talking to her on video chat, where she's like, you've survived hell. Bitch, we're still in hell. <laughs> Bitch, we're still here. <laughs> I was like, that's right, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. The company's trying to kill him, and he's like, welcome to the union. I was like, he's my favorite character, obviously. Oh, yeah. I love that their union boss was down there with them. But and like every line is just like, per our contract, that we mandated hours. And I was like, honestly, I love this guy. I'm never going down in the ocean, but could we get him to work for the WGA? Like, what are we doing? Let's, yeah. Hey, what's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's busy, actually. I mean, they're on strike, too, the actors. They're on so, strike yeah. also. He's probably out there with them currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Womp womp. Mikey, when you met Ernie Hudson, um, do you think he was upset because you would only talk about the movie Leviathan with him? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was in Ghostbusters, asshole. Yeah, 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 Ernie, but like Leviathan slaps. But- I have said this story before, but I was so starstruck that I could barely speak. I love that story. Listen, I love Ernie Hudson, too. But, like, he's not an A-list actor. So the fact that he's the one that you could not talk to is awesome to me. I also love that they were like, well, we can't get Keith David. Who can't we get? Hang on. I just spilled a bunch of stuff. (laughs) <laughs> that's what you get for talking shit about Ernie. That's fair. That's fair. I'll I'm be right trying back. to think. Ernie Hudson and Keith David were pretty much in that same role throughout the whole 80s. They were, but they're both great. Like, I like them a lot. So you guys liked it. Like, it's a good movie, right? I mean, maybe not good, but like worth watching. It's worth watching. Absolutely. There's only three places in the ship. I still don't know where the doctor was hiding in the beginning. 100%. Yeah, where the fuck was he? Yeah, that bothered me for the rest of the film. <laughs> Dude, when he walked in and he was like acting like he was some rich highfalutin douche at a restaurant, I was like, bro, you weren't doing your job and now you're going to act like this? How are you not fired? Where even was he? Yes. Where even was he? Yeah, they I don't look know. For, they look for him in all the, the places. All of the sets. And they show us all the sets empty without he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that the scary ass spider creatures were just a normal part of underwater life that you prank each other with. They were just spider crabs. Yeah. Hated that. It was so silly that, like, she put it in his bunk. I would have lost my fucking mind. No, because he he put it there to trick her in one of the suits. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. He smelt it and dealt it. Like, you know what? Like, if you can't dish it out, like, if you can dish it out but you can't take it, don't dish it out. I mean, that's fair, I guess. Fuck Marv. Yeah. (laughs) Well, do you guys want to go through this movie scene by scene? Yes. But also, he gets bit on the foot, and that was clearly in his hands the whole time. So I don't know what the hell happened to him. No, I feel like his foot is because he fell out of his bed. Yeah, he didn't get bit by that thing to turn into the creature. He drank the, the stuff that was in the flask. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I mean, like, he's like, it bit my foot. And I was like, oh, he fell on it. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was dead. We saw her kill it. It was dead, and it was behind his pillow. Yeah. Yeah, Marv's an idiot. Yeah. But let's just get into the movie so we can go through it scene by scene. Let's do it. This movie starts with one lion roar, which got me excited, but then it didn't ever turn into anything. Secondly, <laughs> it's a De Laurentiis joint. Great. Uh, thirdly, RoboCop is in this. Yeah. Fourthly, long title, so long that I ate a sandwich. Uh, but we cut to the Atlantic Ocean, sixteen thousand feet deep. Now, fun fact: 
it's not established well in this movie, but I did find it in Fun Facts. This movie allegedly takes place in 2027. Oh, okay. So that's why okay. technology is like even advanced by today's standards. Right, right, right. That's why they've got a whole bunch of VCRs around. Well, I you mean, know. yeah, but like they could also like video call like from two, three miles under the water. Right, right. This lives in the Futurama universe. You can't do that? Actually, Mikey, you might be able to do that if it's like a hardwired connection. I bet you could. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. I bet it is a hardwired yeah. connection. They're at what they keep calling a shack. And if you want me to spend any time three miles under the ocean, I'm not going to anything called a shack. Tero! Rusted, because it's in the because ocean. Because it's in seawater. Yeah, it's love definitely shack, rusted. Yeah. Baby love. And there's no love in this shack. I don't know, man. I feel like I think there's some love. Okay, can we talk about it? Do you think Bowman and and Six Pack got it on with that flask? Yes. I don't think they had sex with. I the think flask. so too because when he was like, "You have a nice pair," she's like, "I wanted you to talk about my boobs," and I was like, yeah. "What? What a twist!" I did find that hard to believe because it's Marv. Yeah. Even a broken clock gets laid every now and then. Even a broken conch gets laid twice hey, a day. You know what they say: the seaweed is always green. And somebody else's lake. They're (laughs) under the sea, so they gotta take what they get. I mean, Marv is like a New York three. But a Shaq 710. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Options are slim. And it's, I mean, hey, it's not like aliens where you've got space marines and you've got like a couple options. Right. Here. No, it's like Alien One, where there's like really just one option. Really just one option. Because if somebody wants to teach me how to use a plasma rifle, we can do some talking. What's up? What's up, young Peter Weller? <laughs> Show me how to use that flamethrower that you just walked <laughs> through a waterfall, you idiot. I don't fuck cops. <laughs> A <laughs> cab, Robocop. You don't fuck Robocops? No, I think that would kill me. <laughs> I, I don't feel safe. I don't feel protected or served. Just what about if he's out of the body and he's just the like crag like brain spine? Are you trying to make it better or worse for her? No, this is because Mikey loves the Borg Queen, who is basically oh, just yeah, a yeah, crane yeah, yeah, with yeah. a spine. Yeah, that's and fair. no, that's that's your fantasy, sir, not mine. You could wrap the little brain spine around around your around what mikey what 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 would i enjoy wrapping things around your neck okay all right you got me there. <laughs> you're coming with me come with me if you want to come no like, robocop's like you're coming with me but like with yeah, this yeah. with the you oh okay i get it my favorite part of the robocop porn that i'm sure exists online somewhere is when they like do the gun out of his leg but instead of a gun it's just like a dildo never mind <laughs> i don't know if that exists but if there, there has to be a robocop parody if porn. you think it's not called robococ you are oh, mistaken I know, I know. sir I'm, but that has to be a shot in it right like you can't make robococ without that shot without the cock yeah no i i agree now we find out that the tri oceanic mining corp is mining for silver and precious metals. And that's why this whole group of people is down there. Yes. We got to stop there. This company has the bar set low where they're like, seven C's? No. We're just going to go for three, maybe. Yeah. Like, listen, if we can get three of the seven, that's a win in my book, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, where exactly do those C's end, right? So, like, (laughs) you get three... 
You might as well have seven. They're all right next to each other. They end at the seashore. Do you think that there's like a quad oceanic mining group that's their competitor? They're just like, they keep beating our silver quotas or whatever. I do think that, Paige, because that would be all of the seven seas accounted for. Yeah. That's a math joke. Yep. Accounted for. <laughs> okay, so this movie actually does connect to the Total Recall universe. Because Ooh, okay. yeah, because in both movies there's a character with three C's. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, open your mind, mind. Oh, <laughs> like, got it, got it, like, got it, got it, got it, got it. Get to mouth. <laughs> yeah, three tits. Now the opening where they're like telling us about the trioceanic mining corp. It's just a bunch of pipes and shit going into other shit and glitter floating around. Um, but we find out. That they're in this like mining shack and they're on day 87 of a 90 day shift. And I was like, ooh, that's like this movie showing us a picture of like, here's the girl I'm getting back to after the war. It's my last (laughs) day on the force. I literally wrote in my notes, I'm getting too old for this shift. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what it feels like. It's like, oh man, this guy's about to retire. So you know he's dead. Yep. Uh, But we cut to their crew mining for silver and we get some of the very uh, questionable dialogue that this movie has the entire time where they ask one of their their women who work with them. Did you trip on a tit? Which, first of all, if your tits are trippable, hey, girl, what's up? That's a rare trait. Well, do they hang low? Do they sag to the flow? Yeah. Can you throw them over your shoulder? shoulder? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that'd be a better choice for that suit. If this is a problem in your life. (laughs) Secondly, she then tells the person who said that to her to suck on a shrimp. Yes. I was like, is this all ocean ocean insults? Yes. Paige, it's just innuendo based on the environment they are in. It's the best. (laughs) It's actually based on Tri-Oceanics Employee Handbook. Only (laughs) ocean-based pun insults are allowed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as they're walking back, w- the guy who uh, was told to suck on a shrimp, six pack. Yeah. He grabs a spider crab and stuffs it in his suit uh, as they walk home. Now, as they're walking home, De Jesus, his rebreather malfunctions. And so he is losing compression and losing air. Allegedly. Allegedly. He also might just be having a panic attack. I mean, they show the oxygen indicator and it is going yeah. off. Yeah. So he comes inside. They they drag him inside. The doc's nowhere to be found. Yeah. He passes out, but they get him inside where they can take his helmet off yeah. in time for him to not die. It's a it's a long scene where it implies that if he doesn't get inside, he'll implode. I kind of wanted to see an implosion. Oh, same. I thought for sure they were going to be like carrying the suit back and then we were just going to see blood splatter the inside of the suit. And I was like, uh-huh. fuck yeah. But then no, uh-uh. that, that's not, been that didn't dope. happen. It, that's what I wanted it to open with, but they only had like four people down here. So I was like, okay, right. I guess we got to save some of this body count, especially because I guess only two survive, but like three, quote unquote, survive. survive. Allegedly. Well, I mean, survive, it depends on your definition. Like those things are maybe alive as part of a bigger fish. That's fair. There's always a bigger fish, Mike. New kaiju. Yeah. Gesundheit. They get into the, you're welcome. Uh, they get into the base and they have a soda machine in the shack, which I thought was fun. But it does Pepsi. I mean, but like Paige, they didn't really have a soda machine in the shack. Yeah, because when he when Ernie Hudson says, we're still here in hell, I was like, I know. 90 days without a Diet Coke? Oh my what God. are we doing? Only being able to drink Pepsi for 90 days? This is hell. If they had Diet Mountain Dew, I could do it. 
Oh, in my mind, it was only Pepsi, and I would rather drink my own piss for 90 days <laughs> yes. than drink a Jesus Pepsi. Christ. Regular Pepsi is like... <laughs> that may have been a bit over the top, actually, now that I think about it. No, no, that's not over the top. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like if an alien bled... Like, like, an, like, let's say that Willy Wonka's factory had alien-type creatures. If you cut them open instead of acid, they would bleed Pepsi, regular Pepsi. I think regular Pepsi tastes like what is left over after a diabetic does dialysis. It's just like too <laughs> thick and sweet. Like I can't do it. It's too oh, much. Yeah, like, like that's what's in their kidneys or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There's no one to say that Pepsi isn't leftover kidney mess. That's what doctors call it. It's leftover kidney mess. Well, just PhDs, not real doctors. <laughs> Pepsi. Oof. This is a Diet Coke podcast. All Diet Sorry. Coke. <laughs> All the time, uh, but also Diet Dr. Pepper and Diet Mountain Dew. I'm drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper right now. I had to do a HelloFresh ad alone today. <gasps> Why did you tell us I would have logged in? I had to turn it in today. It was due. Paige, it's your turn to do one. Woo! Did you want? You ever want to know what it smells like when a nuclear bomb goes off in a fruit tree factory farm? <laughs> that word salad <laughs> was my favorite. Fruit tree factory, factory farm. farm. You know, your classic FTFFs. Yeah, Fruit Tree Factory Farms. That Okay, production company name, guys. Fruit Tree, Tree Factory, Factory Farms. Farms. <laughs> we can make wine. Or podcasts. <laughs> the thing that we already successfully make for money. But wine as well. <laughs> Why? It's very difficult. Romancing the vine. Mikey is the <laughs> smartest idiot I've ever met. And I love it so much. The horror vine gin. <laughs> Paige, Mikey's won me over to his side. We're romancing, switching. Romancing the Savignon. <laughs> or romancing the Blanc. Okay, it's a bit out there, but it's a horror-themed title. Attack okay. the Blanc. Yes. That's pretty good. That's Hell pretty yeah. good. Yeah, get John Boyega on it. All right, let's get back to stuff we can actually use for the episode. Although, for the record, this is the nonsense shit that they want me to leave in. I know. And I did. Wink. Anyway, he opens a Pepsi with his mouth. Gross. Gross. Although, honestly, that's the most enjoyable part of consuming a Pepsi is eating part of the can, more or less. Because <laughs> Pepsi's gross. Pepsi, the number one soda for goats. Uh <laughs> Pepsi, the red meat substitute. <laughs> what? Because you get iron in your blood. Yeah. You want to drink kidney mess. <laughs> Do you want to drink the juice out of that sweet, sweet kidneys out of old people who can't process sugars? Mm. <laughs> Pepsi. Pepsi. Nice cans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're never going to finish recording this episode. Nothing happens. What proceeds <laughs> next is the same scene from Alien when they're all talking about the, the <laughs> things that they have to do on the journey. Yes. Like they come out of yeah. stasis and they're just like, food and business, food and business, food and business. <laughs> well, and then Six Pack's like, I like boobs. Boobs are good at sex. I want to go up and have sex. And everybody's like, oh, Six Pack. Oh, Six pack sounds more like a four and a half pack to me. Mm -hmm. I think it meant that he just drinks a lot, but that's also sad. He has his reasons. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck in a place that only has Pepsi. That would make me an alcoholic too. <laughs> Honestly, I've never had alcohol in my life. I drink the tainted vodka before I drank that fucking Pepsi. <laughs> They call me six-pack because of my DUIs. <laughs> but we're in international water, so it's okay that I drive this sub. There are no laws out here, baby. Anyway, 
he does talk about that he wants to drink brew and eat pussy and then Hector Elizondo's like you'll just end up stuck in traffic he's like oh I don't care where I'm at like as long as it's <laughs> yeah, there he's like I'm happy to eat pussy and drink alcohol in traffic look do the seats lean back let's work it out um, yeah, I'm here to eat alcohol and drink P word that's almost <laughs> more accurate and by P word he means Pepsi yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we were all on the same page. Yeah, I was. I had to clarify because I didn't want people leaving this conversation thinking you meant piss. I mean, hey, to each their own, I guess. God damn it, Mikey, that was a banger, and you fucking didn't hear it at all. I hate this. I'm having such a fun time. I can't believe you don't have regular headphones. But for the listeners, Mikey's headphones are broken, and he had to get a bunch of knots out of them and bang them off and hit them against the desk, and now they're working. Mikey is the smartest idiot I've ever met, but it worked. So, like, who am I to call you an idiot? It sounds better than it has all night. <laughs> That's because I'm talking and my voice is silky and smooth. Um, I don't think anyone's describing your voice as smooth <laughs> and or silky. No, it's usually like cancer inducing. Loud and clear. I'll take loud and clear. Clear like Pepsi clear or what? Crystal Pepsi. Crystal clear Pepsi, baby. Like the piss of angels. <laughs> Because, you know, there's no toxins in angels, so their pee would be clear. Right. Yeah. You got it. Follow the money. Anyway, so uh, Hector Elizondo goes on to a speech that's like, it's actually better under the sea, under the sea. My kids aren't on drugs and my wife isn't mean under the sea. And you're like, okay. What he was saying, more or less what you just sang. I was like, this guy must be the morale officer. But. He's not. He's just like their union rep. He's their union rep. And honestly, (laughs) I love every second of union rep in this because they'll just be like, well, if we move the body, he's like, you can't move a body without authorization. I was like, who had to write that rule down? (laughs) I did. (laughs) I thought it was great because like without the union, when they got back from working that night, they would have been like, hey, you also have to do all this other shit. But they're like, no, our union says we don't have to. And he was like, well, what if I give you the day off tomorrow? Will you do it tonight? And they're like, all right, fine. I'll I'll, ch- I'll do that in exchange for my day off tomorrow. Well, yeah. apparently that's in the contract because H- Hector Elizondo brings it up where he's like, if you make them work, yeah. then they have to be off tomorrow. And that's everyone's like, I'll yeah. make that deal. Yeah, that's why uh, unions rock, baby. Well, they also have dropped a lot of bodies in their day as well. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about organizations, either big or small, <laughs> yeah. is that they usually end up murdering people. Yeah, but for there's sure. a lot of people, so who cares? <laughs> I, did a, I did a roast for the Teamsters one time. Dear God, and you're still here, okay? <laughs> I'm still here. I yeah. You must have gone light on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I at one point made a comment that somebody's Hawaiian shirt was so loud that if it was Jimmy Hoffa, we'd all know where he was. <laughs> and they were like, nice. yeah. And then they threw fake Viagra pills at the stage. That's a real thing. They had candy Viagra pills at that roast. It was fucking wild. Are you sure it was candy? No. <laughs> Every one of those teamsters was a tripodster. May I get maybe they loved me. It was wild. Yeah. Oh, I bet they did. Yeah. It's all the Viagra. Yeah, right. If you uh, crushed it up and snorted it and it tasted like Pepsi, you know it's sugar. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Now I have to keep all this sidetrack in for that joke. 
You son of a bitch. Hold on. I had a joke from last week that I want to carry on to this week because I was thinking about last week during my week and I came up with a better joke I'm, no, now. No, that is not. What? I am not, not going to drop doing? in a joke on last in week's October, episode. Oh, God. I want to dress up as a candy cane. Okay. So I can be Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll allow it. I love okay. it. That's right, amazing. Right. Anyway, let's get back into it. Taco Bell closes at some point. I know. It's only 8.30. I feel like I got another four hours of this film in me. Bear down, guys. It's going to be a long one. These headphones are working now. Oh, <laughs> after oh. beating them off on the table? Yeah. Mm. I'll beat you off. I'll beat you. I'm the one who's going to beach people off. Mikey's going to the beach for the second time this summer because he didn't beach off enough last vacation. He's taking another one. His job is beach. My job is beach. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want that job. I know. And, my, and everybody's like, isn't it boring to just read on the beach as I order three books off of Amazon? I was like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Yeah, don't text me. Hey, when you finish a book, do you throw it in the dunes? <laughs> <laughs> when HR releases a new policy and they're like, go over your staff with this. And I was like, I'm here to lead, not to read. And they did not like that. <laughs> do you want me to take that out or can I leave that in? You can leave that in. All right. It's a Simpsons quote, so it's like universally accepted. <laughs> Did you guys want to talk about Leviathan, maybe? I guess. Fine. Okay, so the doctor <laughs> comes in and is just like, you have acute Pepsi poisoning. And they're like, where the fuck were you? He's like, I was golfing. I'm a doctor. <laughs> they got a big meal, too. That tray was like... Two trays wide? Yeah. If they had stayed the extra time, they would have never survived because the doctor had eaten all their food. Well, yeah, because they're eating, like, probably mush or the equivalent of it. And he walks in and he's like, I'll have the penne a la arabriata, please. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, who are you talking <laughs> he's to? He's famous, too. How's that guy famous? He's been in other movies. Like, he's a famous he's actor, an, an bro. Actor. Like, yeah, I, he's I, an he, actor. He, he, he's the hey, it's that guy. No, he's like, isn't he like the million Where dollar man or something? Where have seen him before? In movies? Like... <laughs> no, I mean, he was in First Blood, Mikey. He's he's in Rambo. Uh, he's, <gasps> Trot he's the colonel. Yeah, he's Trotman. Yeah. But he's been in a bunch of other shit. Like, he has 120 acting credits. So he's a, hey, it's that guy. It's a, hey, it's that guy. But you said that as if it was like, hey, Flo from Progressive, where have I seen her before? I know, I know. That's what I said. It was hilarious. No, that can't be it. Anyway, <laughs> they're like, where the hell were you? Also, we're working late tonight. And he's like, oh, and RoboCop comes in and is like, hey, you're supposed to actually be there. Something bad happened today and somebody is actually hurt. And yeah. I need you to check him out. And they're like, all right, fine. Well, is this when Peter we Robo Boss calls up to the surface? Uh, that's next. Because he's like, the doctor's not cool. And then she's like, yeah, he made a vaccine that killed thousands of children that's like or whatever. That's like three scenes from now, Mikey. Okay. That's, a, that's a wild. It was a wild aside. I was like, why include that at all? Yeah, because we cut to like a montage of them doing maintenance where De Jesus is getting checked out by the doctor, uh, which, by the way, the medical bay just has posters on the screens. <laughs> and that don't fit the scale either. <laughs> it's just like someone was like, we forgot to design things for the medical bay. I don't know. We got these posters at a teacher supply. Just tape them up. It, okay. So it actually does look at like it's a 
basic human anatomy like poster in yes. like a I don't know eighth grade science classroom. Correct. And it but they're up on the boxes that the X-rays would be up on. Right. So it looks insane. Well, have you ever been in a doctor's office with like the model of stuff? It doesn't even look that nice, Mikey. No, it doesn't. No, but I mean yeah. I've made the joke to the doctor. I was like, it must be bad news if you gotta like look at a model before <laughs> you, you 3d printed it <laughs> man how bad was my bowel obstruction well and then he's like well if you take the knee apart this is the acl that's broken and i was like oh well this joke backfired just like my knee i guess <laughs> like, oh, shit. i made it easier for you to condescend my bad <laughs> and he's like don't worry i'm just a phd and you're like get away from my knee <laughs> no I, it was a knee problem so i can go to a podiatrist <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't fix an acl by sucking on toes <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you just sucked out the, the crunchiness in your ACL just through the toes. Did you try that? Have you that tried sounds, things that aren't that sounds like aren't a pseudoscience that medicine? should exist? <laughs> your over-reliance on Western medicine is disappointing. You don't practice toe reiki where you just suck out the negative energies that will uh, heal you? I think you? it's pronounced toe reiki. <laughs> toe reiki. Yeah, welcome to my Turiki hut where I suck the energy out of your toes. <laughs> I bet people do that. S uh, Sylvester Stallone's mom used to give readings of people's butts. So like this doesn't even sound that weird. <laughs> this is literally Quentin Tarantino's retirement plan. Oh, I, I would let Quentin Tarantino suck on my toes if he would just tell me a story. He can't tell you a story while he's sucking on your toes. No, Paige. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he while he's sucking on the toes, he thinks about it and then he pops up. And he's like, okay, so two guys open up the trunk of a car. Then they're driving. Oh, no, better. What if he texts it to you while he's sucking on your toes? <laughs> I'm here for that too. <laughs> this is the strangest fetish I want to see played out in a cinematic way. You've ever, <laughs> have you guys ever texted someone during sex? During? Texting the person you're inside of, Mikey? No. Oh, no, I'm fucking Mikey. busy. Mikey. Mikey! I never said I did. <laughs> of course. Of course, Mikey hasn't done that. So, Mikey, if you had, like, hypothetically done that, what's the T on that situation? Right. What happened? I confirmed an appointment. <laughs> what? God damn. You really? couldn't wait? He's like, no, I was finished. <laughs> it, okay. Oh, I don't know how much I want to go in depth. You Mike started this. This is only going to get worse for you. If I'm on call, I have to be available by phone. And then you like check your phone if there's a notification because it could be someone asking for help, which would ruin the whole thing. I definitely sure. do think that you have a reason to look at your phone pretty much at all times because of yeah, the yeah, job. Yeah. Right. But let's say you check your phone thinking it's something like that. But really, it's like confirm your hair appointment for tomorrow. A hair yes appointment? Holy shit, Mikey. You couldn't let that wait the 30 seconds until you finished. What'd your mom say? Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> you know, I don't make jokes like that to you. Yes, you do. There is documented evidence of you doing exactly that I to don't me. Believe that. Okay, that's never no, happened. Mikey, I, need, I need to know. Is, was it foreplay? Was it mid after foreplay? Like, Were what you is, BD? Were you balls if deep? If I pick the phone up and I have it this close to me, typing a Y ain't going to slow down anything is all I'm saying. It this is how I know Mikey was on bottom right there. That whole <laughs> vibe. Yeah, I get it. Mikey was <laughs> having sex. She was doing work. Can, can I tell you that I kicked someone for doing that once? 
because I was afraid they were going to photograph me because oh, they had a phone. Oh, yeah. That's fair, Paige. Wow. The person I was with should have thought about that. What? Yeah. That's her responsibility. The woman who was 100% sexing on you. I think it was a relationship. So, like, it was a very comfortable, we were okay. very comfortable in intimate settings where I was like, oh, my phone. And then I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> Mine had not gotten to the sex portion yet. It was it was early making out things sure, or whatever. Yeah. And a phone came out and I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, bye. Fully kicked the guy. Hold on. I got to feed my farm in Farmville. I got to water the plants. Oh, you guys remember, do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that? Like back in the day? Like no, 2000... I don't remember stopping to have sex so I could feed the plants in Farmville. I would never. I hated That's Farmville because I always got like millions of invites. Yeah, no, no. same Todd, same. That long ago, I did not have relations. Actually, I wasn't having sex back then either. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't check my phone. Mikey, the only time I've ever checked my phone during sex was during doggy, so she never found out. It's fine. Oh, she couldn't see over your head? <laughs> <laughs> your mom's into pegging. What can I say? <laughs> this episode's got a weird energy. I don't hate it. <laughs> anyway, we get a montage of them doing various maintenance. This is also where Six Pack tells Bowden, they call her Bo for short, yeah, that she's got a nice pair and she's and he's like, oh yeah, what a pair, the Doc and, and Bex. And she's like, oh, I thought you were talking about my boobs. And he was like, uh? and then we get like a close up of them. <laughs> the whole scene is just her boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good boobs. I mean, yeah, they were top shelf boobies for sure. Most boobies are on the top shelf. Heck yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if the body <laughs> is a series of shelves. Your body's <laughs> a series of shelves. <laughs> I gave her the Dewey Dickimal system. Oh, God, what is happening? I love it. That was amazing. I, I mean, we weren't talking about libraries. So, like, it's out of nowhere and there's no context for it, but it's still funny. Bookshelves is a okay. library thing. I'll allow it. Anyway, uh, we cut through them like fixing a rattle in the engine. She's stacked. Like stacked. you stack things on shelves? No, like the stacks, the stacks in a library. It works on so many levels or bookcases, if you will. Fun fact, I made out with a librarian major once in college. There Everyone's go. made out in the stacks, Mikey. You're not no, special. I made out with a librarian major. Oh. It was a person. Mm. She became a librarian after yeah, college. Library yeah, library sciences is a, yeah. Which is, it seems like a lot of time to be like, where does this book go? I'm sure they do other things, but I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's stuff they have to learn. I just don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, like yeah. fighting local mom's group from banning and burning the oh, books yeah, in their that's library. True. Oh, my that's God. True. Yeah, I feel yeah. so bad for actual librarians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, thankless job. I know. And they ended up having to fuck Mikey. Like, God, they can't catch a break. Just one. And we didn't even have nope. sex because every yeah. librarian I've had sex gets with every to librarian. have sex with God. Mikey. It's part of their rumspringer. Shr- rum I don't know. <laughs> rumspringer? The, the librarian rumspringer. Unfortunately, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the store. I'll be a late return and then I won't come back. <laughs> oh, are you a librarian? Because I've been watching porn in public. <laughs> Do you know how I seduced her? How? I gave her those overdue looks. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that dude was checking me out, but like in a can you wave late fee kind of vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, we cut through the montage of them like maintenancing stuff. Wait, wait. During the montage, they definitely fixed that air conditioning vent that's totally made of styrofoam. I was just about oh. to say. 
Oh yeah. It looks like it's made. Uh, it <laughs> looks like it's made of takeout containers. <laughs> it it rocks so hard back and yes. forth that I was like, "That's what their oxygen's based out of." Yeah, and he fixes it with gum. This is the oh. weirdest looking igloo cooler, like air conditioning system I've ever seen in my life, or whatever. We gotta upgrade this to a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I would have more faith in it. It's not styrofoam at that point. Yeah. Anyway, we also see. Uh, that Will uh, Wilson Williams with the other lady, the one who went on <laughs> the exercise lady. Yeah, yeah, the one who's always running around, right? Her right. name was Elizabeth Willie Williams. Looking at IMDb right Williams. now. Williams, yeah. thank you. She's checking all the suits, and this is where she finds the spider crab. Yeah, jumps out at her, which I guess six pack planned because she's like that's part of her job, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe he was just fucking with anybody. Yeah, and it just happened to be her. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I think it was her specifically. Yeah, because it was a kind of her job or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, then we cut to Bex, who's the geologist slash captain, or Peter Weller, right? That that's Peter Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, Robocop is having a conversation with Waylon Yutani, and he he's like, "Hey, what's with that fucking doctor who won't listen to anything I said?" And the company is like, hey, he's actually like a brilliant physician that just killed a ton of people with a weird serum. So that's how we got him on the cheap. But, you know, just say the word if he's a problem. And he's like, no, I think I can handle it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't seem like he did it on purpose. Like, I don't think the doctor's like maliciously murdering kids. But no, it's just negligent homicide. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's bad. It's real bad. But <laughs> well, like, I, I would say the movie goes on to portray him as someone who was brilliant and then maybe corporate tested something earlier than they should have or whatever I but agree. like he yeah. is a brilliant medical mind maybe yes and that's why he is so distrustful of corporate later where he's just like oh no they're gonna nuke this shit from orbit you know <laughs> they're like, definitely gonna nuke it from orbit yeah yeah like they're, the only way to be sure. i don't yeah. i think that they are being taken somewhere to be shot like they're they're gonna yeah. be put down yeah, yeah yeah at the end of this movie especially for punching her She's like, load it with the dull bullets if that's a thing. They're all dull, aren't they? They're kind of rounded. You know? I have no idea. I thought she <laughs> I meant the know. dumb bullets. <laughs> he said dull. I said yeah. dull. I meant dull. As, as in like it would take, you'd have to shoot you with more of them. I don't know. Anyway, back to this movie. Um, Please. We get another kind of little dinner scene of them after they've kind of finished their chores. And they're just like, yeah, we're still hear hearing the rattling, but like, it's almost time for us to go home. You know, it's it's going to be fine. And then Six Pack is like, well, I'm going to retire to my bunk with paper pornography. That's how you know this movie is old. Uh, and he's got a boob mug. Boob mug sighting. I just like boob mugs. He does have a boob. He, his whole bunk area is just boobs. It's a lot of boobs. He like he's a boob man, and you know what? Go for him. I get it. Uh, but I do like that he looks up at the lady whose photos he has pasted across the ceiling of his bunk, and just says, "Sit on my face." And then he reaches back, and the sea spider is under his pillow, and he's like, "Ah!" and uh, falls out. I guess she had crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if she's on Nick Lachey's new <laughs> Under the Sea romance. Les poussons, les poussons. <laughs> this is Mikey from Horror Virgin. I practiced this ad for Factor in my car today. <laughs> Can you show us what you practiced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mikey from Harm Virgin here <laughs> talk about Factor. <laughs> Nailed it. I have used Factor on and off the last couple of years, uh, especially since 2020. My work is very busy. I have a very busy day job. He does. I have a very busy hobby uh-huh. slash second job called podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's so much work for you. <laughs> Eating healthy is hard. Cooking, I'm single. <laughs> cooking single is hard. And I've loved Factor. Other people, they ship you ingredients. You have to cook them. It takes a long time. Factor, they ship you fresh, never frozen meals. And it always only takes two minutes, which is like my favorite thing. I never have to think about how long it has to go in the microwave. It's two minutes. That's what my dating profile says. Always two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's helped me eat healthier, though. They have a bunch of like dietary options, like low calorie or protein or keto. Is it keto? Keto? Mikey, you said it wrong so many times. I'm not sure if I remember how to say it right. It's keto, right? Keto. No, it's keto. It's keto. But anyway, Factor's amazing. So just head to factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50 and use code horrorvirgin50 to get how much percentage off, Mikey? Were you paying attention? 50. Damn. 50% off. Literally half off. That's code horrorvirgin50 at factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50 to get 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Anyway, he flips out because he can't take a prank, even though he can dish them out. And he and Williams get assigned to see duty the next day instead of having their day off. Yes. So we cut to the next day. They think they found some silver. And so they detonate. But as they do, six pack kind of tumbles down a little cliff into whatever below that they had not explored. They hadn't gone there yet. Which is conservative 20 feet to the left of this whole station that they maybe should have looked. They're like, a shipwreck? Mikey, it is so close to where they are, and it's so not that much deeper than they are that it's almost offensive that they wouldn't know what's down there. (laughs) Like, you didn't sonar the rest. I don't, I mean, I don't know how that shit works, but I do know that, like, they built a pretty fucking big thing right there, and they're walking around all the time. Yeah. He trips and falls into a Russian ship. A, a forest of pool noodles. <laughs> yeah. That's all those were. Those were pool noodles shaped as dicks. And you can't yeah. convince me otherwise. Because that's what she eventually, when she does go down where he fell. She follows him because his comms go off. So she's like, I'm going after him. And they're like, all right, you have a certain amount of time. If you don't find him, come back and, you know, we'll go out. So she goes down. She walks into the ship. It's getting down to the wire. They haven't heard from him. They can't find him. And boom, he shows up and he's got a, a box of what he thinks is treasure. It looks like a safe sort of. Yeah. And they bring it inside and everyone's kind of pissed because they're like, yo, we thought you were dead. We were yeah. suiting up to go out there. You almost fucked up everybody. Like, this is not cool. Yeah. He's like, have you ever heard of the heart of the ocean diamond? <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Celine Dion, done told me about it and instructed me to come down here because I shouldn't come back to her unless I'm a man. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just combined every Celine Dion property I'm familiar with. Well, most of them were just all from the movie we watched for Romancing the Pod last week. Yeah. Anyway, they open the safe, and what do they find? A video, and then a bunch of files of deceased crew members. And they discover that the name of the ship is Leviathan, and it's Russian, but it's not registered anywhere. In fact, allegedly, the Russian ship Leviathan is on duty in the Baltic, but this one is not that one, clearly. Yeah, and they're not close to the Baltic, right? So, like, right. it's not that. Or it is that, and they made up that record so no one is wondering what happened to that ship. Like, right. clearly something is not right with that ship. Right, and they find vodka. Um, of course, But the Russian. captain kind of confiscates it, right? Yeah. Uh, now, here's, and there is a flask that... Um, six pack steals yeah right um but as the doctor is reading through all of the the patient files and then watches the tape it's their doctor who says all of my infirmary is filled they say it's like a tropical infection we don't know what it is the door opens behind him and then yeah. the video goes off so at this point the doctor's like something is fucking up this is not great. But they don't they don't have any idea what it is yet. It's just like something happened to them and they and he's also like I think they torpedoed the ship if you look at it the it looks like that. Sunk. Yeah. Yeah, they sunk the boat on purpose. Now, here's a question for you. Okay. Cuz at this point, we establish the vodka and that potentially the vodka we'll find out is potentially tainted. Now we know that RoboCop pours out the bottle they found, mm -hmm. but Six Pack has the flask, and that's how the infection kind of starts. Yes, in the flask, yeah. Now, here's my question to you, because the movie, I think, is a little murky on this point. Well, because it's so deep underwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it, A, something the Russians developed and dosed their own crew with, which is one of the theories that gets put out in this film, that it was in the vodka, and that's how? Or is it like the thing where it's a thing that they discovered and it just infects and then because the vodka was on the ship, it infects them and so on and so forth. I think it was in the vodka from Russia. The it's Russia, like some of yeah, tested, I think but, so too. Okay, that's what I thought too. The reason I think that is because they wouldn't have just discovered like a crashed alien ship right because it would have sunk and they were a boat they were they a boat. were not a submarine right the reason i erred on the side of R russia is that it is still humanoid and it seems designed to survive deep underwater yeah almost as if they engineered it to like it's super soldier serum or something like that yeah, it's more like CRISPR if you're familiar with that technology but like Accelerated. Yeah. Are you familiar yeah, with CRISPR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love their uh, their uh, treat their treats. Nope. Rice CRISPR treats. No, that's Crispix and Rude. That shit's amazing. CRISPR is like uh, it's like a gene splicing like thing yeah, you can Dr. do. Doctor Snap, Doctor Crackle, and Doctor Pop. Pop. Yeah, yeah, came up to it. I think they're just PhDs though, Mikey. So like they're not official. They would definitely be PhDs. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a way to edit genes, and it's just okay. like. It's, it would not be this fast, obviously. But sure. you never take your jeans off. Okay, I am wearing jeans currently. No doubt. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I run to the restroom real quick? Is it one or two, is Mikey? I, I'm so, it's an unplanned evacuation. <laughs> Go for it. Run. Run. Release the escape bubbles. I'm leaving this in. Ooh. I'm back. Sounds like you dropped a trace. Bro, it came out of the water. That's happened to me Just before. like the creature at the end.
I filled it all up. I don't know what happened. We had a potluck at work today, and I guess I lost. I don't think we need to talk about it. (laughs) As if a potluck is something to win or lose. (laughs) Well, Mikey lost. Well, should we shit back into the episode? Yeah, hit some more plot points. Plop, plop, plop. They steal Beck's personal records to get his social security number to get the vodka because he's locked it up. But of course, he has replaced it with water. Thank goodness. Otherwise, I think all of them would have been yeah, infected. We, yeah, exactly. Except for the boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, but six pack drinks from the flask. And Bo sees that he does it, so she meets up with him later to drink from that flask, and I yeah. think get busy with it. Well, they both get infected. I also think they have sex. Yeah. So it only took him 88 days to convince her. Oh, I don't think this is the first time they, quote, drank vodka. You know what I'm I saying? I think so. I think this is their I, first I think this up. was the first time, and she was just like, it's been 87 days. Oh, you think she's like, okay, I just need a dick. I don't care yeah. really who it's attached to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mikey, to find him on that day. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. My toilet's messed up. Mikey, what did you do? This episode is falling apart. Paige is picking at her teeth. Mikey shit so much his toilet's broken. (laughs) What is happening? So we cut to Williams running around and she meets up with Bex who's trying to fix one of the uh, bays where they go down in the water. Yeah. Or as they call it, flush them. Flush Which is what Mikey just did. I did. He had to get the, the horrible creature that he birthed into the ocean. That he won at the potluck? That he, <laughs> he won at the potluck? Lost. I lost <laughs> the potluck. That's not a thing to win or lose. Anyway, so... There, there seems to be a kind of like a love connection between Williams and RoboCop. And they're like, oh, but they don't do anything. The next morning, Doc gets <laughs> up and Six Pack is like very ill and has a bunch of weird skin shit. Yeah, they're like little lesions. Like his skin is like sloughing off of him. Sloughing. Yeah. Ugh. It's a good word, Mikey. Yeah. They pull him off the crew for the day. Everyone else goes to work, including RoboCop. To try and make the quota, uh, even without six pack. Meanwhile, the doctor takes blood samples and a skin sample, and he just keeps getting sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. Yeah. So the doctor tests, and this is definitely the scene from the thing where Wilford Brimley is like, click, click, click. Yep. Everyone will be infected in three years. And in this one, the computer's just like unknown origin. And he's like, take a guess. And he's and they're like genetic alteration question mark. I did think it was wild that he asked the computer to take a guess, and the computer was like, "Oh, I can guess. That's something I'm definitely programmed to do." <laughs> in well, I guess in 2027. I was gonna say it is sort of Chat GPT, which yeah. is like what yeah. we're dealing with now. So like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, six pack dies. Yeah. Like, quickly. I honestly thought they would dangle that carrot way longer than they did, but he dies, like, really early on. Well, he's like the guy in Alien who gets the face hugger and then gets the chest burster. So, like, yeah. that that's kind of his analog, right? Yeah. But RoboCop comes back, and the doctor's like, RoboCop, thank God you're here. We need you to inspect this man so you can see him. And he's like, ugh, his skin's kind of fucked up, but not nearly as fucked up as you'd think. It is gross, but it's not terrible. He's like, look, it's bruised. Yeah, um, but he's like, does anybody else have the symptoms? And he's like, I have to check everyone, but I don't want them to freak out, so we're not going to tell them Six Pack is dead Yeah. yet. So they kind of take somebody in one at a time, right? So De Jesus doesn't have it. Uh, Ernie Hudson doesn't have it. Williams doesn't have it. 
That's everybody, right? No, no Bowman. Because Bowman is about to come well, that, in when he mean. goes to have a call. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Bowman comes in and she's clearly sick. She's coughing. She's not feeling well. But while she comes in, the doctor leaves because he has to go hop on a call with corporate or whatever. Right. Yeah. So she goes in there. She's like more or less left alone in that med bay area. Right. Uh, and corporate hasn't told anyone he's an android. Um, no, I'm kidding. He's, he's not. But I kept he's expecting not. that. Yeah. But so they're like, hey, corporate, it seems like there's a thing that altered a guy's genes and now he's dead. Should we like come to the surface? Todd, do you get your genes altered? I sometimes get mine hemmed because I'm short. Yeah, alterations. Yeah, occasionally. Ah! (laughs) There's one among us, Mikey! (gasps) How can we trust you? We can't. Is this a thing? I get my genes altered too. Because gene alteration, like the monster in this movie. I thought Mikey interrupted you to ask for like a tailor. Like if I knew a tailor. (laughs) It's a pun, Todd. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm making fun of myself for not getting it, Mikey. Like I thought you were just the world's biggest asshole. (laughs) No, why would I interrupt? I'd be like, do you alter your genes, Todd, who famously wears jeans all the time? This toilet is still fucking running. <laughs> Everything is breaking the same day. God dang it. <laughs> Jiggle the handle, Mikey. Jiggle the handle. How big was that dump? God, what did he deuce? What did they serve at the potluck? Hashtag what did he deuce, guys? <laughs> what did he deuce? Yeah, this potluck, we've got jello salad and landmines. Oh, god damn it. How did I do this twice in one day? Did you smell again? Yes, and, and again. Oh my god. I feel like I am podcasting with whatever team the Harlem Globetrotters plays. Like, it's like a comedy of errors for everyone who's not me on this Zoom call. Oh, hang on just a second. I'll be right back. Mikey choked his toilet on his human shit, and you keep spilling stuff on your desk. And now I'm just sitting here alone, listeners. (sighs) I fixed it. With more shit. Fix the whole thing. With a casserole, oddly. Now this is broken. God, <laughs> I'm gonna oh kill God. myself. This oh is my it. God. Mikey, now your headphones aren't working. What is, what is wrong my with God. my life? It's amateur hour, motherfuckers. What is happening? We are falling apart. I'm, I'm, I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> Fix this whole thing. Hello. 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 Here we are. Hell yeah, baby. Back in business. Well, I just plumbered the toilet. I had to like go in there and like do stuff. The back. I've never understood the word plumbered. Is that what it means? (laughs) Does that anytime you open the back of your toilet, that's plumbered? Yeah. Usually it's an upper decker, but I guess you could call it plumbered. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're shitting in the wrong part of the toilet. So here's here's what so my toilet has been messing up the last this is like a really inside baseball type deal. It's been messing up the last like week or so. Yeah. And I went in there. How many potlucks have you had? (laughs) It's not it just won't. It's like been running, I guess. And then so like I had to like adjust the floaty thing. It was getting stuck on the edge. So I like twisted something. Paige, these are technical terms. Floaty thing is floaty thing. No chain. Yeah. Flappity flap. I didn't apprentice in plumbery, okay? <laughs> it's a PhD in plumbery. I know a that I HD. did my I'm not a podiatrist. <laughs> God, I hate both of you so much. Get your shit together, you beautiful bastards. Anyway, I think I fixed it. Okay. Which makes me feel good. Fixing makes you feel good. All right. Six pack. Dead. Six pack. Dead. <laughs> Everyone else tested. Bowen 
contagious question mark she's definitely sick yeah they go to talk to corporate they leave her there they haven't tested her yet but she while they're talking to corporate is like i'm gonna go check on six pack uh because i was riding that dong and then he was sick and then i'm sick so i think i thought caught chlamydia and maybe that means i won the show nick lachey <laughs> the show is to find out if you know who initially who originally had the i STD, think she knows at this point did you find your perfect match match i think she's right on both counts i think you mean <laughs> Perfect snatch. Perfect snatch. Hell she goes yeah. into six pack and I it doesn't officially say whether she realizes he's dead or not because multiple people are like, hey, six pack, you'll get better. And I was like, guys, he is very dead. There's a sheet covering him. Yeah, like, Ernie Hudson doesn't know that. He thinks he's just asleep. Yeah, and, like, the universal uh, sign for dead. And they're yeah. just like, no. But he moves. Like, he moves. Like, I yeah. understood why Ernie Hudson was like, oh, I'll let you sleep. I'm sorry. I mean, right. you're not wrong. He is in the most, like, dead you can look. You know? Right. Yeah. It never establishes these two of having, like, a close friendship the rest of the film. And then he comes in there. He's like, I just wanted you to know that today we really missed you while we worked outside. And even the boss went at his thing and did really good. We hit our quota really even without you. Yeah. 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 We don't need you, six pack. <laughs> yeah. uh, dear Diary, today's six pack was sick. Yeah. It's it's very, everyone's very seemingly, like, in. But she comes in and his skin is, like, pulsing and whatever. And she reaches around her back like on her neck where i think she maybe has a sore or something that they haven't seen because her hair's been covering it i mean she definitely knows she's sick that i mean that's what leads her to do what she does right which here's the thing i get it same uh yeah. if i found out i might be the thing hmm, well the thing kills you so anyway but you know but what i, I know, mean I know if i had saying, a chest yeah. burster yeah, yeah. I would probably, I don't know, it, it would be very hard for me to make that call. I would hate that. Yeah. But I would like to think that I would kill myself to save all of my friends. Same. When they're when the doctor is like jettison the escape pods, I was like, that's the right call. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, it is. But yeah, no, it is. Hey, Vanessa. Yeah. Hey, did I tell you I, I, I like shit so bad my toilet doesn't work? Yeah, I know. But I'm the boss, so like I'm the boss of the toilet too. Did you have Nancy's hamburger salad? Oh, you did. Have you been shitting your brains <laughs> hamburger out? Hamburger salad? Is this like a seven layer dip? Have you never heard of hamburger salad, Paige? No, tell me everything about hamburger salad. It's literally just something I made up off the top of my head by throwing two words together that <laughs> vaguely sound food related. I have no idea what I'm talking about, Paige. It sounds like something that would go next to Mormon funeral potatoes or whatever. Uh, so Bowman, unfortunately, dies by suicide. Yeah, she takes her life, I think, to protect her friends. Yeah. Although I, I do think it's sort of a moot point, but she doesn't know exactly what is going on. She just knows that her future is going to be one that includes death very soon mm -hmm. and probably painfully. This is the third woman after they slept with Six Pack that... Oh, yikes. Six Pack should stop, you know, hanging out at hospice. <laughs> hey, ladies, you want to come while you go? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I run a Make-A-Wish foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Merv does seem like that kind of dude, man. I think for me, if I saw the way Six Pack went out and knew that that's what was going to happen to me, 
I might take this route too because I'm like, yeah, I don't want all my skin to slough off. Like that sounds terrible. Yeah, have you ever had a really bad sunburn? It's awful. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like chunks of skin and <laughs> no, pus, I know and then you, you die eight yeah, hours looks, later. I'm just it like, it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah I mean, let's I not understand. do this. No, man, fuck me up, fam. Turn me into a deep sea fish. <laughs> <laughs> I want the head of an anglerfish, the dick of a hush puppy. Let's do this. Anyway, so. After talking to corporate, they find Bo's body and they're like, oh shit, now we gotta tell people. So they kind of like have a meeting and they're like, hey, here's what's going on. We don't think it's contagious. None of you have it, but here's what happened. And now we're delayed 12 hours for pickup. Uh, and as they're having this conversation, they hear a crash. So they go to investigate. And in the infirmary, Bo and Six Pack are now like fused into yeah. like a thing style corpsicorn, like some sort of rat king of people. I think this is the most blatant part of the thing ripoff. Yeah. You know, this is what makes the thing ripoff in my mind complete. Yeah. That yeah, it's yeah. just trying to like assimilate everyone into one massive creature. Yeah. Or kaiju, if you will. Well, you see, we are gathered here today to attend the joining of this man and this woman. <laughs> this woman. <laughs> I mean, they did just consummate last night. So like, yeah. yeah. And now a reading of first corpse Rinthians. <laughs> Corpses are patient. Corpses are kind. Anyway, so they put it in a body bag because they're just like, how do you even explain to people what's going on, right? And Hector Elizondo is just like, um, union rules says you can't dispose of a body without authorization. And they're just like, back the fuck up. Well, we are okay. getting this shit off of the yeah, thing. They're still alive. No, they're yeah. not. Well, because they put it in like a big body bag that fits two yeah. people or whatever. And they have not given the rest of the crew context that they're like right. fused together in some amorphous it's, that it's blob an that wants to horror, kill them. Basically. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. So like they're like, well, it's moving. They're clearly still alive. Oh, my so they God. Try and they're open alive. It. Yeah. yeah. So they try and open it like a bunch of idiots, but it's not their fault. They just don't know. They are pretty dumb. I would have burned this body in the med bay pretty much immediately we have flamethrowers like they know yeah. like they have the ability to do that once the body is like moving or whatever and they fuse together be like we have to burn whatever this is yes. yeah the other the other thing that i think too it's like so we i want to go back and watch the original series of star trek and the original star trek movies that's like my rewatch goal for the summer and i know it's okay. in the summer but whatever but when they jettison spock's body at the end of Wrath of Khan, I wanted something like that, where they were just like, we put him in a mail tube, and now we're going to haunt them out of the ship. Like, you that's like pneumatic gonna... tube them out into yes. the ocean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. yeah. They're like, send it to the business part of Costco. Just like, yeah. But no, all they're really trying to do is essentially what Mikey just did and flush them. Yeah, just flush them. Um, but as they kind of rip out of the body bag, it scratches H Hector Elizondo, and then Bowman's face pushes through to be like ah well, and so, yeah like it does bust <laughs> out like it's clear that they're no longer two people they have become one they went for hector because what's more of a union than fusing your bodies <laughs> together fusing your bodies together yeah. you think you're in a union this Collective is a union body hector. bagging <laughs> <laughs> we're in it together uh but so they they dump them down but they 
catch one of the tentacles that is also a foot and chop it off as the little like hydraulic thing goes down. So now there's like a foot slug left on the ship, but they didn't and see they it. And they don't get rid of it either. They don't see it, Mikey. They don't see How it. How did they miss that? They cut it off. They cut it off themselves. I don't think they saw it get cut off. I think it got caught and the foot slug ends up there and they're like, well, Good job, everybody. And they didn't check for foot slugs. And so they leave. Thank God we resolved this mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't. But they did not. And it was an, it's an uncut foot slug. Oh, yeah. It does seem to have a vulva on one end of it. That's for sure. True. And the other end complaints. Know what I'm saying, Todd? (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing you're single. I just don't get it. It kind of reminded me if you've ever been to like uh, a fun kinky sex shop, sometimes they'll have like a silicone foot that has a vulva on the bottom. And you're like, what is this about? I know what it's about, and I am not about it. Podiatry. It's 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 for podiatrists exclusively. How are podiatrists supposed to learn, Paige? <laughs> right, right. That's now they know where to suck. Uh, anyway, it's, it's the man in the boat at the top, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to suck all the cancer out through the toes. <laughs> Oh, my God. I hate both of you so much. Do you want me to spill again? No. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> we, I do the calculus of calluses. <laughs> Are you writing a Stephen Sondheim musical about a podiatrist? Like, what on earth is, is going on that made you think of that? It was just a rejected together song. <laughs> <laughs> it's called pseudoscience. You can do it, too. That's the beauty of pseudoscience. It's more like pseudoscience. <laughs> Anyway, back to this movie. Thank you. So uh, Williams goes into the shower and takes all her clothes off and cries. And like, can you blame her? Of course not. No. Well, because she is she walked in on seeing Bowman dead, right? Well, she saw Bowman dead, but then also had to help them carry the. Oh, that's right. That's right. All of it. Right. So she's like decontaminating herself. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. Slough the skin. Slough my skin into pieces. This (laughs) is my shower fort. You know, like she's shower (laughs) fort (laughs) for protection. Um, But Robocop and the doctor are like, "Okay, we got to go back to these videos and see what's up. So they watch the video of the sick bay in the other ship. And they're like, that skull is fucked up. Those hand bones are fucked up. That's not actually a human skeleton. I'm pretty sure they blew that ship up to kill whatever that thing is. Yeah. Meanwhile, the leg slug hatches a tooth slug out of its vulva end. You know the song, the leg slug hatches out a tooth slug. (laughs) (laughs) So foot slug is on the loose and has birthed a tooth slug and the tooth slug also on the loose. Uh, so the doctor and RoboCop are just like, look, this is not good. And we have to call corporate. And the doctor's like, I'm sorry. Do you think Waylon Yutani doesn't already know about this and is planning to just like nuke us from orbit? And he's just like, I have to have hope. I was like, in a corporation? Why? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, RoboCop, no. <laughs> Quit being a bootlicker. I know. It was terrible. Terrible. But I mean... He is a cop page, so that's like what they do. Yeah. I know. I know. He's just following orders or whatever. So meanwhile, in the infirmary, something is gooping. It never comes back. It, it, it's not interesting, but there's goop. Anyway, uh, everyone's packing, going through six pack <laughs> stuff, and they find the flask and they're like, oh, my God, we didn't drink the vodka because you replaced it with water. But if this had vodka in it, maybe the vodka poisoned everybody. And this is where the doctor's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were trying to make super soldiers for the underwater and it failed and this is what happened, right? Yeah. 
I mean, it is essentially the Russian version of the Captain America serum, but gone wrong. I know, with not nearly enough shoulders or abs or shirtless Chris Evans coming out of a pod. This is the Super C serum, not the Super Soldier serum. This is like the Red Skull serum. I think it's just the Super Seaman because it's for the ocean. And the foot slug vulvas. <laughs> Anyway, so meanwhile, everyone's dealing with the grief in their own way. So Williams is going to go run. De Jesus is working on a puzzle about Switzerland. And he's like, I'm going to go skiing. And you know what? I've been to Zurich and it's beautiful. Well, he hasn't and he's never going to go. No. And Ernie Hudson is just like, you're fucking puzzle. You, you don't know what anything about Switzerland. And he's like, well, I'm going to go get something to eat and figure that shit out. And so he does. And then Ernie <laughs> Hudson comes in with the puzzle. And he's like, I'm sorry about your puzzle. I'm we sorry. You're my best together. friend. Now you're that six pack friend. is dead. Now that six pack is dead. And I know a puzzle is kind of a lame activity. And six pack was more <laughs> of a banging bitches doing bruise kind of guy. But like I can puzzle. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we'll come back and puzzle. And literally no sooner does Ernie Hudson leave that a slug the slug that got birthed out of the foot slug yeah, the, with the vulva, slug. the tooth slug comes up and tooths its way into De Jesus's chest. Ugh. Instead of being a chest burster, it's like a chest like pusher inner. It's is an any it's an any not it's an, an Audi. It's an any not an Audi. Actually, there's a scientific name for that slug, and it's a Kalima um, because <laughs> it goes the inside the chest to get the heart. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Ernie Hudson <laughs> sees this happening. He's like, oh, God. And he's like, don't leave me. And he's like, I'm definitely leaving you. He's like, I'll be right back. Yeah. I'll, I'll be right back. And closes the door. He's like, we got to nuke that shit. I'm <laughs> not done cleaning up your puzzle. No. Um, he runs and goes and get the, gets the dock. And there's like, at this point, I think there's multiple. There's like the tooth slug. And then I think there's other ones around because there's somebody gets into the infirmary. He breaks through. He takes the blood. And by the time the dock and everybody gets gets there it's on the loose yeah but this is where they all run to the bay where williams has been running the little dock thing and they gear up and this is where they all get their triangular chainsaws and one tree trimmer i love it well and two flamethrowers and two flamethrowers and they're just like it's on yeah ernie and robocop got them which Here's the thing, flamethrowers make sense in space, maybe, but do they make sense in a place that's mostly water? Not really. <laughs> welding torches make sense in both places. Yeah, welding torches that's true. do. Okay. But this is not a welding yeah, torch. Yeah, because this is like a flamethrower gun. It's not like yeah. something they jerry-rigged together. It's not like Ripley taping those guns yes, together. They're exactly. just like, these are pre-made. Yeah. Well, there's that scene in Alien 1 where they all get like different kind of weapons. There's like, yeah. you got the taser or what? And you're like, oh, these guys are screwed. These guys are fucked. I do <laughs> love that this meets the 80s requirement of does every movie have a gear up montage? Yeah. Because this is definitely it. It is. So they've got the chainsaws out of nowhere, out, up from the, the, you know, grates below. A tentacle comes up to try and drag Hector Elizondo away. And even though it's sexy, they chainsaw it to death. <laughs> uh, you have on multiple occasions indicated that you're super into tentacle porn. <laughs> so I'm much not. so it's that I don't favorite. believe you when you say you're not. <laughs> it's my favorite recurring joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> joke is in huge I'm quotes. sure Paige hated it. She's like, oh, the foghorn slughorn. Oh, no. oh, oh it's coming uh, out of It the, does ooh. have teeths. It's got little tiny teeths. It's the one that looks like it's from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Eating Christmas, tentacle Christmas, teefy teeths. Anyway. You just hear the want out of your voice. <laughs> so... 
Uh, they theorize that it ate the blood and it's growing and that that's kind of what it feeds off of. But my favorite is when Ernie Hudson's like, you say we got a Dracula on board? It's <laughs> 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 like, what? <laughs> but also, side note, Undersea Dracula movie? Is that what that Demeter boat is about? That trailer scared the shit out of me when I was watching Oppenheimer. I had to oh, look away. Oh, I haven't away. seen it yet. Oh, I'm going to have to watch God. it. Oh, my God. It looks like it. Well, I'm probably a bad judge because everything looks terrifying to me. But that definitely looks very it scary. Looks cool. It looks like the premise is in, um, to tie it back to an episode, in Interview with a Vampire, when he talks about how they had to travel by ship, but the ship mysteriously got a disease and most people right. died. It's like that, but a movie. So, like, it's a vampire on the ship. No one knows who or where it is. And it, it is, like, slowly killing all of them off. That seems That's like okay. the premise based on the trailer. And it looks scary as shit. That's the name of the boat from the original Dracula novel and film that he takes from the... Yeah. yeah. So it's like a continuation of the 1920 movie or something. But it looks cool. It looks well done, but it's scary as fuck. Anyway, so at this point, the doctor's like, look, it's basically a deep sea fish, but part man designed by the Russians... So I don't know how we kill it. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, and Hud's like, "You're making fun of me for saying Dracula." After that's your explanation. Come <laughs> right? on now. Uh, but they're like, "Well, let's lure it to the place where we got rid of the other one and just flush it out again." So yeah. So they're using like a trail of blood, and there's like skeletons that it's dragging around. It's w- real fucked up. It's a lot of body horror, and the effects yeah. aren't nearly as good as the thing. But they're not right. terrible for the. They're age. not, they're not terrible. terrible. Yeah. And at this point, the doc goes. Hector Elizondo's scratches he's like these really itch and the doc walks over to look at them and he's like oh it's because they're healing Uh, I'll change that dressing in just a second but I gotta go but he literally walks out and writes an email that's like we're all fucking dead yeah I'm jettisoning I'm jettisoning the emergency escape pods because don't come find us yeah let us die so that we do not contaminate the earth which is the sad but right call that's how I used to sign my high school yearbook senior year (laughs) (laughs) don't come find me don't let me infect the earth probability three years that's how quickly mikey can spread throughout a population page yeah yeah yeah. is my infectious laugh you do have a good laugh mikey so uh the doctor comes back just in time for hector elizondo to go full chest burster and williams runs but the doc gets it's implied attacked by whatever pops out a cob oh did you not see it like his hand Goes over to grab yeah, him. Yeah, with the mouth. And, yeah. And the mouth hand, like, that was a cool effect, especially for, like, yeah. it's not as good as the thing. But, like, it was I think cool. we all wished our hands had mouths every now and then, you know? Well, I think it's a clear symptom of hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's easily cured. So the fact that they couldn't handle it, I don't know if he's much of a doctor. This is what happens if you let it go too far. Yeah, if you yeah, let yeah, it get yeah, out yeah. of hand, if you will. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, Williams runs... Uh, she connects with RoboCop and Ernie Hudson and they all kind of cluster together and they're just like, it's just the three of us now. It definitely got the doctor also. And we do see the doctor have like another chest burster. Yeah. I mean, the doc is definitely dead. They're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, super dead. But then they pull up the computer and they realize like, oh, he told them not to rescue us and to let us all die. <laughs> well, because they see his email or whatever. Yeah. He's just like, hey, uh, I doomed us all to certain death. Please don't come for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is when they call um, corporate. And corporate is, like, clearly not giving them accurate, real information. Right. And and corporate is like, oh, we can't pick you up for 48 hours. And this is where the she's hurricane like, I'm sure. Quote. Yeah. Your bonus is coming this quarter. 
This queen, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and she's like, I know. I'm sorry you've been through hell. And this is where Ernie Hudson's like, we're still in hell. And you're like, that's yeah. right, Ernie Hudson. I laughed out loud at that line. I was like, oh, this movie's good. <laughs> it was, I don't know it's good, but that line is fun. Okay, this movie isn't good. It's way better than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at this point, they're like, we're never going to survive 48 hours. Like, it is impossible. Like, Yo, it will kill us, right? I mean, clearly, they're never going to survive unless <laughs> we get away from Leviathan. 48 hours. Why don't we just wrap this this movie up? I'm going to give you 10 minutes. Yeah, because literally it's, there's about 22 minutes left in the movie at this point. And you're like, well, they're clearly not going to be here for two days. Well, no, the next thing that Alien does is like, I destroyed your oxygen supply. You're going to die in an hour. Not quite yet. So before oh. that happens, they decide to check their stock uh, because one of them has stock in the company. And that's where they find out that they've already announced their deaths. I, yeah, OK. That is exactly how that unfolds. I don't think... They just had the idea to, no, oh, no, we're no. going to die. Let's yeah, check yeah. our stock numbers. I think they do that because they're like, I bet yeah. they are tanking right now because they've already announced our death. And that's exactly what has happened. Mm -hmm. They've announced that it was like some underwater mining accident and an explosion, whatever. They're dead, right? Right. Um, but this is where the the tentacles destroy. The, essentially, they destroy some of the pipes, which means that their compression is failing, right? Yeah. But they know that there's a locked off portion of the ship where they're suits and everything are they just have to get there so we then literally have a 10 15 minutes of them running around the ship trying to get away from the the tentacles with the tifis and they finally ernie hudson has to like hold that door open but they do get through and they get into their suits but as they are we see the first like bigger version of the monster which yeah. has like the head of an angler fish that's like punches through one of the suits like it's, it's nuts wild. Yeah. yeah yeah and it has de jesus's face in its belly that's just like kill me <laughs> don't let me be part of this angler fish and we're like stop your belly aching yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> because he is like talking to them, like, which is to me super horrifying. Like, that Tell is horrifying. Tell my mom that I died some other way, any other um, way. Any other way than this. Open your mind, Quaid. Yeah. Like, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Anyway, so they all get out in their suits. They like use their tanks to propel themselves up. Then they take off the suits and float to the top because the bends aren't a thing. Uh, and they're, little base implodes as they float yeah i think the way they explain away the not getting the bends is like their futuristic suits that like maintain the pressure of like whatever the surface i don't know it's dumb because when they do get close enough to the top they pop out of their suit yeah and then they just like swim to the surface which right Paige, you're right like if you were down that low and didn't come up correctly you would just die yeah they would just be like soup in those suits yeah i mean because the air in your lungs would expand so much that you would like pop your lungs would yeah. pop like you would die yeah anyway they get up to the surface and who is there to greet them but sharks oh my god sharks best okay. part so the fact that peter weller even made it to the top blew my mind because he was next to the explosion right so like Whatever. Oh, uh, implosion, Todd. So it only went inward, not outward. No, you see an explosion after the implosion, which I will grant wow. you is dumb, but that's what we see. <laughs> it's almost as dumb as when you see in G.I. Joe when they're like fighting under the, the ice. ice falling. The ice falls down crazy. on them. I was like, this movie 
is dumb. But I loved it. Anyway, it's that dumb. But like when they all get to the surface and it's not over, you know what I'm saying? Like the movie is clearly continuing. You're expecting the creature to come back. But it's sharks. I was like, oh, that's a weird misdirect. But like, I understand why they did that. Like, I get like that. It's the final end of the movie scare. But then it's not because after the sharks just swim past them, the creature then attacks them. Well, but also they've managed to pop off two flares during this time. Yes. Because helicopters are circling looking for them because the company had to pretend like they were doing a rescue effort. Right. So like the pretend rescue effort actually rescues them. Yes. But like during that, they see the flare go up and then the monster attacks them and Ernie Hudson sacrifices himself. Right. They do drag his body back. But I yeah. think I would have loved if they got killed by the sharks at the end. Oh, that, man, I, mean, I would have laughed. I mean, at that point in the movie, I would have accepted any ending just because it's been so wild up to this point. Like, who gives a shit? Let's just have fun. Yeah. So the, the helicopter brings them back to an aircraft carrier. And I would guess either brings Ernie Hudson to a hospital or a morgue. One of the two. Either way, he's going to end up infecting everybody. <laughs> everybody. You should yeah. do a sequel to this that starts with him in the morgue. Yes. But. They get off uh, RoboCop and Williams and they walk and the company lady is there, the corporate bitch. And she's like, you made it. No one believed me, but I never gave up. And RoboCop just punches her in the face. And then Williams is like, how's your day? And he's like, a lot better. It's way better. And, and that's, that's the, movie. the movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie and having tried to do an episode on this movie now two times. What did you guys think about Leviathan? Classic. Instant classic. It's great. Great if you've already seen all the alien, all the good alien movies and the thing, and you're like, I need something like this that's not this exactly. Yeah, I wish someone had made aliens and the thing, but comedies. Right. Those movies are like steak and potatoes, like a steakhouse meal. This is like, it's a steak and potatoes TV meal that you warm up in the microwave. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's not like your gourmet the- shit. But it'll get the job done in a pinch. I get it, Mikey. You're right. It comes with lots of gravy. Yeah. I liked it. I really enjoyed this movie. But I do think largely because it does fit Mikey movie standards. It's way out there crazy. But everyone in the movie is taking everything seriously. So it's like fun to watch. I loved it. Preach it. So Paige, do you have any cultivated fun facts for us? I have some. Well, hit us with your fun facts. Leviathan, fun Fun facts. facts. So I already talked a little bit about Stan Winston and his team working on this movie. They did get to live in Rome for months during filming, and they all learned to scuba dive because they filmed a lot of the underwater stuff before the cast even got there. Uh, But part of this was because uh, the director, Cosmatos, trusted Stan Winston to direct the second unit action sequences. Oh, cool. So they directed a lot of the the creature shots um, and allotted a lot of time for them to be in Rome, scuba dive, and build what they needed to build. Even though they didn't have a huge budget, a lot of that money and time went to Stan Winston's crew, which is why for what this is, I think the effects are better than one would normally expect. Yeah. But also... uh, As you may remember from our Aliens episode, or if you've watched the documentary on Aliens, sometimes when you have American crews and crews from other places, they don't always get along, or it's not always the best working relationship. So, as I mentioned, there were some language issues between the two crews, but also 
the crew drank tons of wine at lunch <laughs> uh, and they try to get other people to do too. And they're like, we're not allowed to drink while we're working. It's a safety thing. But the Italian crew didn't care. Uh, so they were, <laughs> would drink. And eventually Stan Winston's crew kind of drank with them occasionally once in a while. They said they'd sneak a little bit, but that was about it. But that just meant that like after lunch, it was a, a toss up as to how th well things would get filmed on this set uh, because <laughs> a lot of people were in the bag. Wild. That seems dangerous, honestly. Yeah. Now, for some of the underwater photography, because they did do some with divers, the diving crew was underwater for so long and at such a depth, they didn't realize there was a storm happening above them. Uh, and their boat that was their anchor was actually in danger of sinking during the storm. Oh, so they shit. actually swam. They came to the surface. They swam up. They saw what was happening and they all had to get out of the water and back onto the boat to try and push it away from the rocks and hold it steady during the storm. Jesus. It was kind of a smaller boat. Sure. But yeah. Uh, when Doc is analyzing the skin sample, the computer reports back the phrase of unknown origin. This is actually a nod to the director of this movie, George P. Cosmatos, and Peter Weller's other movie of unknown origin from 1983. Now, in designing the creature, they went through a series of marine life pictures and medical reference books uh, and kind of combined human body parts and deep sea marine life, including the anglerfish. It is something never seen on film before. And Stan Winston collaborated with the director on that. I mean, it does look wild. Like, it's out there. It yeah. is crazy. Now, very few things were actually shot underwater with the exception of the divers before most of the scenes in the shack took place on a soundstage with one tank and that tank was 130 feet by 270 feet which is massive that's a very big tank yeah but they basically built the set on top of it so people could dive down then into that tank and film i guess that makes sense but that's cool yeah uh now the scenes that couldn't be filmed in the tank were filmed in malta uh, in the seas off the coast of Malta by Stan Winston and his crew. A more direct translation of the Latin quote that Doc says in this movie, natura non confundienda est, is nature is not to be confused. Okay. As opposed to nature is not to be toyed with or played with. And those are your fun facts. Hmm. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box office. So what do you think the production budget was for Leviathan in 19... 89. Six million. Okay. Paige, what do you think? I'm going to say 10 million. All right. So I have seen two different numbers in two different places, and I'm going to go with the lower of the two because I think the lower of the two is still way too much, and the lower of the two is $21 million. Wow. Okay. Which would be about $51.6 million today, which oh, wow. I think is more expensive than this movie looks mm -hmm. but that's what the per, that's what the estimated budget is so this movie came out on may 17th 1989 it was number two the weekend it came out it was beat by the number one movie fletch lives the sequel to the chevy chase movie fletch number two was leviathan number three was lean on me number four was the rescuers and number five was rain man what do you think Leviathan made in its opening weekend? I know I definitely saw Rescuers. Uh, <laughs> that was what I was watching at this time. Um, I think it maybe made seven million. Okay. Four. 
Mikey, you're closer. It was just over $5 million. It was actually $5,029,000, so barely over $5 million. It was in the theaters for four weeks total. It was never again even in the top five. So it hmm. fell from second <laughs> to sixth in its second week and was only in for four weeks total. What do you think it made in its full domestic and honestly worldwide run? 18 million. Okay. 14. Mikey, you are closer. It was $15.3 million, which is less than the budget. And if you adjust that for inflation, that's $37.8 million today. Now, this movie's been out for a while. I'm so I'm sure it's made some in VHS sales, DVD sales, streaming rentals. I paid $5 today to buy this movie. And honestly, I'm so glad I did. But it's still making money, so I'm sure it's made money at this point. But it was a flop in theaters. Mm-hmm. But that's your box office. So, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale? Yeah, scary scale. Let's hear the scale of 1 to 10, how scary we find the film today when we watched it. Uh, it's a scale of 1 to 10. One example is, is Ghostbusters, and 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Paige. I'm going to give this a 2. Okay. Todd? I'm going to give it a two as well, but for the body horror mainly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three because I jump scared twice and I thought the body horror was cool. Yeah, that's fair. That's our scary scale. Well, all right. So this week, you all made us watch Leviathan. What are you guys making us watch next week as we continue under the sea horror? Underwater horror. Or horror from the deep. Next week, we are watching Deep Rising. Okay. I've actually heard of Deep Rising. I'm, this month has been... Just one of my favorites. You like these movies, Mikey? Jake is very uh-huh. excited about Deep Rising. He he can't believe it's taken us this long to do it. Deep Rising is a is an old favorite of mine. Well, awesome. Well, your homework for next week is to watch Treat Williams and Juliana Margulies in Deep Rising and then check back for that episode. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Let's find one. Well, while you're finding one, let me tell them how they can have their review read on the podcast, and that's to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? D. Chi. Well, what does D. Chi have to say? (laughs) My work spouse, title of review. Okay. As someone who does a fairly quiet and menial job, this podcast has become my best friend to listen to while I work. Aw, that's so sweet. (laughs) They make the day go by faster than a good playlist. And have me smiling into archive folders. Hell five yeah. Five stars. Well, DC, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at M Randolph 24 and I am at Todd J Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm. than the regular mm-hmm. feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If you want to financially support me but not Todd, just look me up 
on Venmo. If you can't financially support the show, that's understandable. That's fine. But if you want to hang out with us on the daily, join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash Virgin. We also link it like once a week. So just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group. Literally, we're in there talking every day. It's awesome. And guys, we got a P.O. box. So if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager is like driving her crazy. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? Well, she's got the head of an anglerfish, and so she's always <laughs> turning the lights off. Is she still a teenager? Tia has been supporting I us so long. I feel like so we've been doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tia's teenager may actually be a full-ass adult. And Tia, we appreciate you for the support. And hopefully your daughter, you got your your daughter acting right. Yeah, and you can get her anglerfish head removed or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a, a surgery you can do for that. This episode also brought to you by Jonathan. And Jonathan wants me to steal your screens and make you watch a video. So I'm going to do that right now. This video is one of my favorite epic rap battles of history. Uh, and that is yes. between Sir Isaac Newton and Bill Nye, the science guy. I really liked Marilyn Monroe versus Cleopatra. It's probably one of my favorite epic rap battles of history. Honestly, a lot of them were really good. Yeah, they were great. I mean, I like how they got actual Weird Al right. to be Isaac Newton. I also, the <laughs> the Stephen Hawking versus Einstein one is great as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird Al's way better than this guy. I've seen this guy do other stuff though. I know, but he's like going up against Weird Al, like a professional like musician. But also if you're bringing in a guest star like Weird Al, you're going to yeah. want them to win. Yeah. I loved epic rock battles of history. Those things were great. I understand why they don't why they don't do them anymore cuz they wanted to be able to do other things, but Yeah. Yeah. But they were they great. They were great. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking us back down memory lane with that one, because that one was great. And we also appreciate the support. We now return you to another episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. Welcome back to Fairy Tale World. Uh, here we are in this episode back at the Magic Castle. Queen Libby makes them go on a garden picnic. And Erin, Glinda the Good Witch, she conjures up tea sets for everybody. And that's going good. But wait a minute. A toad is there. Not a toad. What? That's so weird. Boise the Florida guy, of course, gets up, licks the toad. And he's like, what? That's how he's going to get high or whatever. Wow. I mean, that's probably how you would get high in a fairy tale land. Yeah. But then his girlfriend, Allie the mermaid, was like, don't lick that. That's disgusting. And he's like, I lick you and you're a mermaid. What's the difference? She's a fish, not an amphibian. I mean, there is a difference, rude. He's from Florida. His public education was not great. (laughs) I mean, we were, I'm from Tennessee. Our public education isn't great either. That's probably better back in the 90s. You, you did good. You probably did good. I did all right. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I'm a successful podcaster, so you know I had no other options. 
Karun and Natasha, they're dancing with their new children. They have 14 children now. Who okay, are blue. they had four last episode. Now we're up to 14. We did a time skip. Oh, okay. Seven days. Their, their gestation period is nuts. Like, that's so <laughs> fast. That's two babies a day. Yeah. So they're like, they're repopulating. It's oh, great. yeah. And um, River Moon, the evil witch, is like, hey, you got to kiss that frog if you want it to like be a prince or whatever. And so Madeline the Jester like does three cartwheels, gets over to it and kisses it. I love that their mode of transportation was cartwheel because they are a jester. I love that. <laughs> that is a joke I have to call out because I didn't laugh at the time, but that that shit's hilarious. <laughs> and so she kisses it with tongue, which is just weird. Yeah, like they're at Chewy's. Like that's what you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> turns into another dragon <laughs> oh okay and so like the alarm sound here we go isaac the black knight runs over gets his ass beat that's what happens when you're the black knight mm-hmm. kate uses her psychic powers and is like trying to hold it still but like it's like like professor x in the corner just like Urgh. this is like a visual joke but you get it he's like holding his head and like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. mikey for sure like he's trying to to open cerebro yeah 100 percent Wes, Prince Charming, the handsome dude, dips Madeline over because she was so scared and kisses her. Kisses her calm. She's like freaking out. And yeah. he's like, he's don't like, worry, I got you, damsel Look in distress. Look upon my handsomeness <laughs> and you will be calm. Did it work? <laughs> it worked. She calmed down. Uh, Dreskel and Jeremy with his eye, Dreskel with his iron suit and Jeremy with his laser eyes hit it, hit the dragon in its eyes and they <laughs> pop. It popped his brain like popcorn, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, he de- definitely popped his brain like. And then uh, Sunzi, the Tin Man, comes up and like hits it with his axe. It's like I did it, and everyone's like, "Shut up, Sunzi." Okay, so the Tin Man, famously the new owner of Sex Caliber Bones a lot, the sword that he pulled out of a stone last episode that oh, clearly yeah. Mikey remembers because when he attacked the dragon, he used an axe. Did you guys hear that? Was that just me? Okay, sorry. No, I heard it. I was okay. a witness. Okay. And then a yell from across the, the field, Sexcalibur is like, what did you do? You forgot me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I see. It's, oh, so you, it wasn't you, would already, you yeah. Mikey. It was the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You would already okay. written this part of the story. Yeah, that makes sense. Clearly, you didn't forget. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mr. The, the dragon is dead. Mr. Ragebomb does fireworks in the air with his spirit fingers to celebrate like the only thing jubilee was good for in any of those cartoons <laughs> exactly exactly so then james airy the knight comes over and it's like i'm still looking for the maiden in distress queen libby where is she where is vixen avery and they're like vixen avery is mm, unconscious like sleeping beauty oh okay but across the land of licorice or some shit like candy lamp well i'm guessing we'll find out more about well, hold on, I'm not done oh, yet. Sorry, sorry. So then James Avery goes into Jay's pack. Oh, yeah. The night, yeah, and he pulls out cake, and he's like, I guess this is what's deserted this tea party, and then they all laugh, and it's the end of the episode. No notes on that stinger of an ending. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out what happens in the, I don't know, Candyland allegory on another episode <laughs> of uh, The, the Patriarchals. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it ookie spooky. Yeah. Have an amazing week. Bye. This movie was way better than Deep Star 6, Mikey. (laughs) Nerds.